calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Too Smarted, and Netflix's brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. Listen to mysteries about true histories on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This ferocity tale, Story Club members, might make you stay out of the winter weather forever. It's one I call It's No Joke. Watch out for the Yeti, Alan said. He's out there watching and waiting. Waiting for what? I asked. It's waiting to find you, take you, and slowly eat you back in its cave. What else would a Yeti eat when there's snow everywhere? My friend Alan Justin was always pranking me. One time he stole my phone and put it in a lime jello mold and then served it to me for lunch. Another time he poured water on some steps during a cold snap so I'd slip on the porch. And then he threw one of my school books in the river for a laugh. Sometimes Alan went too far, and I felt like, for being my good friend, he could just as easily act like a foe. As the old saying goes, with friends like him, who needs enemies? We were on a vacation with Alan's parents. Though the Yeti was a mythical monster who's been reported as living in the Himalayas, Alan was claiming that Yetis also dwelled in the wilds of Alaska. Sometime in prehistory, they migrated from Tibet, crossed over to Siberia, and crossed the massive land bridge into North America. Allegedly, they settled in the final frontier state where they could lodge in Arctic temperatures. I mean, it sounded like it could be a possibility when Alan said it. After all, abnormally large human-like footprints had been photographed in the Tibetan mountains and also in Alaska. Why don't you two run down to the store for us, Alan's mom suggested. You two have been cooped up inside the cabin all day. Go enjoy the crispy air and get some snow under your feet. Was she serious? It'd be dark in a couple of hours, and hulking hair-covered monsters with shaggy white hair and beady red eyes usually like to hunt after dusk. We'd be walking into a slaughterhouse, our slaughter. So what do you say? Alan said, nudging me. Are you up for a little adventure? I gulped and shook my head. Could you guys hurry? Alan's dad said and handed us some cash in a grocery list. Here, make yourself scarce. Make ourselves scarce. Yeah, that's what scared me. We would be in short supply if the Yeti got a hold of us. What about a pack of them? They'd strip us down to our bones in seconds like a school of piranhas can do to a hapless cow on the Amazon River. 
It was snow going. Trudging through the frozen white stuff took forever. We'd bundled up, grabbed our snowshoes, and marched across the plains of snow down to a small grocery store along the main road. It was about a half mile, but the trip felt longer. After we'd bought the groceries, stuffed them into our backpacks, and started out again, the sun had already gone down. Though the pink sunlight made the snow appear like strawberry ice cream, my stomach churned, filling with dread, not hunger. Hey man, Alan said, relax, I was only joshing to get a rise out of you. There aren't any yetis or bigfoots or sasquatch. That's all scary story stuff. Yeah, but I've seen photographs on the internet. People fake that stuff for publicity. It's all one big joke. Trust me, I'm the joke master. If I could get bundles of cash pulling pranks like that, I would. Trust me. He patted my back. Relax, my friend. You look like you're gonna drop dead of a heart attack. As we trudged back through the snow, losing light fast, and the darkness settling under the alpine trees like patches of midnight, I heard it. At first, I thought it might be a stiff breeze howling through the trees, but there wasn't any wind. The sound was still. A horrible, high-pitched wailing cut through the night that sounded human and inhuman simultaneously. I turned to Alan, who quickly said, It's just the wind. But there isn't any. Look! I pointed to the figure standing on the snowy bluff. A hulking mass of matted white fur, massive shoulders, and no neck with a small head. And those eyes, those piercing black orbs fixated on us. Before I could say anything, Alan had taken off, huffing and puffing on his snowshoes in the opposite direction, leaving me to face the monster alone. Alan, don't leave me! It's every man for himself! Alan snapped, not glancing back. I followed him, but I wasn't as good on the snowshoes as he was. I fell. Turning, I checked to see if the Yeti was chasing us. It wasn't. Whew, I could relax. His scream was muffled, but I heard it. Why did he insist on playing tricks on me? Picking myself up, I continued to shuffle through the snow. A few hundred feet later, I found him. Well, at least his snowshoes and pack and the groceries spilled all over the snow. And signs of a struggle in the disrupted layer of glistening white. But no Alan. All around were massive footprints in the snow, which had to be at least 18 inches in length. When I returned to the cabin, I had to report Alan missing. And he was never found. A search party followed the tracks, but they led nowhere, vanishing in the wintry landscape as if they were never there. Poor Alan. Well, it seems prankster Alan Justin might have conjured a yeti just by saying he wasn't real. That's kinda like life, isn't it? You make jokes about it, and then you slip and fall on the ice, reminding you that you're not perfect. And rather fragile. Yeti, another chilling, icy tale that's told. <laughs> And hey, Story Club listeners, write me at ivy at gokidgo.com. I seriously love getting your notes. Tell me what stories you loved and which ones scared the socks off you. Tell me more of what you want to hear. Original stories, haunted places, urban legends? Talk to me, beloved listeners, and I'll do my best to deliver you the scary stories you crave. Right now, I'm craving some warm chocolate chip cookies, kicking up my feet, and listening to other great storytellers on the Go Kid Go network. There are so many adventures to enjoy with Go Kid Go, like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. And of course, Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Floosville. Go Kid Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and 
and sister exploring team Atlas and Xavier, who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Falooseville, and Whale of a Tail wherever you get your podcasts. All the Go Kid Go stories go well with cookies in my experience. So you have everything to gain and nothing to lose, people. And, of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club tale, beloved listeners. After all, Story Club members deserve their daily scare fix, and I'm all about delivering. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.